Pasha's Veda, second second part. The word Hain Hain they But Hain they is feminine. Haim they is masculine. Moshe Rabbeinu was a teacher, the teacher of Kal Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu took his position personal. He felt with an unconditional love towards the Jews. That whatever went on amongst Jews, it bothered him, it hurt him. If it was not if it was negative. I'm sure he shaped the same amount as of Nachis when it was good. We have a hard time connecting to such a concept. Whether it be a computer total stranger whether it be somebody that we know since they're born, whether it be somebody that we know for uh, all of a sudden a year, year and a half, somebody know all our lives. To feel someone's pain, to take it so literally to heart, we see later by the sin of the eagle, by the golden calf, Moshe says, talks in a, about himself in a feminine, at tidaber. Abish tells me. Why does it become feminine? Farshim tells us, he became weak from everything, he became weak like a woman. Not that women are so weak, there's plenty of strong women, I'm sure. He became weak, weak like a woman over the fact that the Jews had fallen and stooped so low. It hurt. What's ironic is that Moshe uses the feminine hain, the word they, referring to the Jewish nation, and says they will not believe in me. Back in last week's Pasha, when Nakash Baruch tells him go down to Mitzrayim and talk to Apare and take the Jews out, he says, Heim le aminu bi, they won't believe in me. To which we know the, the narrative of the punishment that he received on the spot. His staff turned into a, a serpent, which almost ate him. And then his hand was stricken with leprosy for talking Lashon Hara about the Jewish nation. Hain, they, in feminine, almost making reference to a weakness in the Jewish nation. 
First of all, first and foremost, Halavai, the men, should believe like the women believe. It was in the merit of the women and their belief that we left Egypt. In the merit of the women, the woman that keeps the kosher home, the woman that raises our children, in the merit of all the things that the woman does, that we exist, Bechal. So to say that they have a, a lack of any sort when it comes to Amuna, it would be a little bit awkward. This is not a women's lib rally. Hang the Aminu B. Perhaps we could say, and I'm not saying this, quoting this from anywhere because I don't remember seeing it anywhere. Perhaps we could say that Mesha was praising the Jewish woman, <coughs> telling God, the men I know I'm going to have a problem with. Hain, even they won't believe and won't want to go out of Egypt. For this, he was smitten, he was punished as such. But now, he comes to the Evishta and tells him in our parsha, Hain, B'nai Yisrael le'ishamu elai. They did not listen to me, then how do you expect Pare to listen to me? The Kalvachema. This is the first Kalvachema saying that Madach, the Jews, who benefit and who are our entire nation, who are the nation of God, the chosen nation, they don't believe. <laughs> how do you expect Pare to believe? First Kalvachema. We've said this many times, the words from Yitzchak Varka, where he plays with the words here. It says, The truth is, Anir al-Sfasayim belongs in the beginning. My mouth is stuffed, my mouth, I can't talk clearly, I can't say anything. should be Anir al-Sfasayim, I can't talk clear. Hey, B'nai Yisrael, Hashem, B'nai Yisrael, not going to listen to me. Hey, Hashem, I expect Pari to listen. And then the Kalvachema works beautifully. So why does it say Ani Aralz Fasayim at the end of the Pasuk? He teaches, he translates as follows. You told me go to talk to the Jews, they're going to go out. They're leaving Egypt, they're going out of Golis, they're going to Matatera. And they're going to the Promised Land. They turned to me and said, Moshe, 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 we love you. Really, I love you. But don't tell me I can't buy in Starbucks. <laughs> no. I love you. I respect you. But let's be practical. Life's not easy here. I'm suffering here. But I have a house. I have a place to go call my own. A bed that I call my bed. A job, albeit hard as it might be. Wife, my kids, some of them. Boys had to, whatever. So, why are you pushing buttons? 
Why are you trying to force us out of this what we call normalcy? What we consider daily routine. Uh, I can't convince them. Lay Shamu They didn't listen to me. Eich, says the Eich translates here, what will be? Ishmaeni Fari. If Pari listens, and Pari says, okay, I'm letting you people leave. But then I turn around to the Jews and they say, no, we're not going. And the Aral Sfasayim. I'm going to be, my mouth will be sealed closed. My lips will be sealed. Meshra is teaching us a very, very important lesson. By using the Hain again. Hain b'nei Yisrael, Hain le'i aminu bi, they won't listen to me. To which a Baruch punishes him, for talking Lash and Hara on the Jews. Let's dissect the sin of Lash and Hara a little bit. A very little bit. Because the Shia is only an hour and the Lash and Hara to talk about would take about 60 or 70 of them. Hours. Technically, I would say Lashon Hara is, did you hear what this person did? Ooh, that person, whoa, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. But you implied, you insinuated Lashon Hara. They're not going to believe in me in the future. Where is that Lashon Hara? Where is that Lashon Hara? I know these people and they won't believe in anything. That's Lashon Hara. But to say they're not going to... I didn't speak to them even. I'm here in the desert. And you're, they're in Egypt. But he was punished with saras, with leprosy, which is a punishment for Lashon Hara. whole new level Hain B'nai Yisrael Le'Shamu Elai Meisha is making a confession <coughs> confession remember I referred to this nation as Hain that nation that will not believe in me they won't listen to me I spoke negative and I planted a negative seed. I planted, I said something that's going to happen bad. And therefore, it happened. 
They won't listen to me. Had I listened to you by the snare, and you told me to go, told them they're going out, I would have said, yes, Rebbe They're going to listen, and they're going to go and, and predict a positive result. I would have yielded positive, positive results now. But I didn't. I predicted negative. Mesh is teaching us a lesson here of how severe his Lashon Hara was. By just saying that a person could do, or a person is capable of doing, or a person might do, or will do down the, down the line, <coughs> something negative, we are causing a negative effect. My mother of blessed memory would always say, prepare for what you say, a Malach will pass and say Amen. By saying something Chashon bad is going to happen, a Malach could pass and say Amen, and it will take Chashon happen. We cannot talk negativity. I'm not talking about the concept of the positive thinking and the psychology behind it, and the therapist behind it, and all the therapists' beautiful woven, interwoven thought patterns and ways a person has to set themselves mind frames and think. I'm talking about to watch what you say. You can pre-order your Lashon Hara. <clears throat> Lashon Hara pre-order. Moshe is using the word Hain again on that same prediction. And with a touch of Chasham Apikursus. Maybe you want to say, when Moshe said Hain, I mean, he got punished for it. Now Moshe is telling the Abish to, hey, you punished me for this. But look, Hain, they didn't listen to me. I was right. I didn't deserve punishment. But that would be pure apicursus. <laughs> that is the lowest level of apicursus you're going to get. Meisha Rabbeinu was saying, do not predict bad. Never predict something's outcome will be wrong. Always, and this is the same vein that we said in the first half of this year, always see to it that we think in a positive mind frame and we understand what we did, what we said, the way we acted, someone seeing us daven, someone hearing us make a bracha, someone seeing us being careful about our kashras, they may scorn you, they may mock you, they may laugh at you for it. But deep down, you hit the source. The pintle yid you hit. And therefore, when something is looking like it's so, so 
predict that it's going to be good. Understand it's going to be good. You don't have to predict it because it's going to be good because this is what the Abishta wants. And you'll be the owner of that restaurant that gets all the things ordered and <coughs> you didn't get one. This is Va'era Elavaya, Va'era Lavrom, Va'yitzchok, Va'yakiv, Ushmiyavaya Lene Daiti Lahem. They did not know this level. Kel Shaka, yes. But Avaya, Hoya, Hebe, Beyia, past, present, future, all intertwined, all wound up in one. This is a concept that they did not, were not given to grasp. Therefore, it was actual. A lot of Siat and Shemaya, and a lot of Yiddish Shemayim, and Avas Hashem. They didn't always... They were careful enough not to predict the wrong things. But Avram did have a Yishmol, and Yitzchak did have an Esav. Yaakov was Mispal. Yaakov davened... <coughs> Yaakov was mispal and was rewarded with mitos shlema, because Yaakov said, "I am going to bring about what needs to be brought about." Oh, but still, in all, he did not get shemavayel. So, what does David answer Meisha? Meisha turns around and says, "Heina niaralz vasayim." How is Pari going to listen to me? HaGadosh Baruch Hu says, Re'ena satikha likim lefari ve'arna kicha yirne v'yecha. Have you given godliness into Pari? And Aaron, your brother, will be your prophet. Ate tedaber eskol asher tzaveka. You say everything I command you to say. Ve'arna kicha yidaber al-Pari. Aaron, your brother, will speak to Pari. Rashi explains, Mesha was commanded to say to Pari one time. The whole message. The whole message. In the main language, in Lashon Kedesh. Lashon HaKedesh. For this is what he heard from the mouth of God. At that point, Aaron will translate it into Egyptian and we'll add all the explanations that needed to be explained. From Minsk to Pinsk, there was a mountain. Between Minsk and Pinsk. If you wanted to go from Minsk to Pinsk, you had to go the mountain, up the mountain, down the mountain. Man hired a wagon driver to take him to Pinsk, from Minsk. They went about 10 feet out of Minsk, and they got to the mountain. And the wagon driver says, to my table, do me a favor. Horse is a very old horse. Wagon's pretty heavy. I will wait in addition to it. I, the horse is not going to make it. The, the horse will go up with the wagon, we'll walk next to it. Okay. I understand. He doesn't want to kill the guy's horse. And they walk up the mountain, they get to the top of the mountain. And they get back on the horse wagon, on the wagon, and they go about ten feet. And now it's time for the decline. 
listen, declining also takes a lot of pressure on the knees and the back and everything. Bad enough, the horse needs to take the wagon's weight. Our weight, is gonna, we're going to overcome and we'll kill him. Let's walk. Okay. They walk down the mountain. They get back on the wagon. They drive another five feet and they're in Pinsk. What's your fee? Tells him his fee. Gives him his money. So may I ask you a question? He says, sure. I needed to come to Pinsk. I have business. You needed to bring me here because you're a wagon driver. Why do we schlep the horse? What do we need him there for? Not comparing Chasson to a horse. But my question becomes a clear one. Why did Mesha have to even talk to Pari? If Pari didn't understand it, what are you saying? And it had to be translated by, by, by Aaron. What were Moshe's words helping? And the, re- the answer is, we find in the words of Rashi. Nesaticha alekim lefari. Been given godliness to pari. Rashi explains, Shefet vereide, lerdeisei, the judge, the one that gives out, mets out the punishment, and gives it, this is after, it hits the person. The tafkir of Mesha, not only to give over the message to Pari, but to serve as a shefet vereda, as the judge, punishing judge. So the actual result of which was that he spoke all the words even though Pai did not understand it but these are the words that broke Mitzrayim when Mitzrayim was standing in its high point there was no rational no rational Even Sadiqim could not reach such a category. Became scored home again by Brachis Vavam and Beis Megillah, also Vavam and Beis, ironically. The Chazal tell us Imrisa Rasha, if you saw a wicked man, Shashom is Achekisli, time is playing with him, out has got to be. Don't get involved. Don't get involved with him. Only Akadish Baruch who is Akel Yachol is Mesugal, was capable to overcome and to force and to finish the strength that Mitzrayim was carrying. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave this power to Moshe. Nesaticha Elekim 
I gave within you Elikim, the godliness, to Pari. That when he spoke to Pari, this was in the Kayach, the godly Kayach of Akash Baruchu, godly strength of Akash Baruchu. And therefore, it needed to be here, it needed to cause <coughs> its effect. And the Tafkid of Mesha was to hit Pari, to give him a, a dose of godly spirit, which was in him. Therefore, it didn't matter that Pari didn't understand what he was saying. The opposite, it turned him inside out. The godliness in which it came, Dafka through Mesha, which he spoke in Lashon HaKedish, those words that he received from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is what broke down the essence of the Egyptian, of the Mitzrayim, of the Pari. But still, Pari had to know what he wanted from him. The Kedusha broke him. The Kedusha took away his, whatever power he had. It disarmed him. But he still needed the message, he needed to know what to go on. What he want from me. Therefore, he needed Aaron to translate all the words in Egyptian. And to explain to him according to the way he understands it. Which ultimately is to give Parik to understand what's going on, so that ultimately he frees the Jewish nation. Our generation is the last generation of Golos. Known as the generation of Ikvesa de Meshicha. Literally the heels, the footsteps of Meshiach are heard. We need, each and every one of us, have the job, the tafkir of Meshach Rabbeinu, to break the yoke, to break the stronghold of the Golas that it has over us. And when a Jew looks around him and sees the spiritual darkness, the great despair of and lack of spirituality, they get confused. And they can think, it's beyond, it's out of my reach, I can't manage this, I can't do this one. Therefore he's told, Breaking the Golas is not only done in a natural way, it's not something that you're doing with your hands and with your knowledge, but it's the Kayach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, we need to apply it Darke Noyam, Darke Sholim, with peace and with pleasantries, but after all this lovely soft talk and all these nice things, we need to stand staunch as staunch believers of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we need to nurture the Kayach from Meshir of our generation. And this way, we merit to go out from this Golas Biyad Romo with a strong hand, with a hand raised up, the Karev Mamish, may it be this Shabbos, this very Shabbos and the Shabbos Mavarakim Chedeshvat.
as we find ourselves preparing for the holy day of Yud Shvat, and we find ourselves preparing in Yerushalayim, in Kedesh, Shabbat Shalom to all.